MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 918 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday, another day here in the arena. A new week begins, second to last week here in October. Halloween's coming up. You got your Halloween candy, everything ready to go for the trick-or-treaters. But we got a lot to get to, guys. I have a three-pack of sweats for you. Got to play on Monday Night Football. Uh, It's a play that we have talked about for about a week now uh, and still feeling good about the position uh, that we've already taken. And if you don't know the position we've already taken, I'll give you an update. Uh, Also, got to play on a baseball game here today. Uh, Big matchup here. We're down to the final four. We have a game seven in the ALCS. We have a game six in the NLCS. I got to play for you on one of those games today. And then going to keep grinding with the NHL. Hasn't been a great start to the year as uh, some of our favorite picks have been uh, taken down by some dogs. Uh, we're going to try to get back into the groove here. Uh, there's only one game tonight, and I do have a play and a, and a good system match. So three-pack overall today, guys. Uh, and then looking back toward the weekend, hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, had a good Saturday, 2-0 uh, in the UFC. And biting, we got our boy Makachev getting it done for the team. Remember, he was only getting 15% bets, but half the money. Had a good sharp line move. Uh, and again, one of those uh, rematches. Take whoever won the first one. Ends up winning the second one two-thirds of the time. So it was good to see Makachev come through for the team. And the one that I really got excited about was Ohio State. That's right, one of our favorite system matches. Two ranked teams take the home favorite. It's now 105-68 and 68 against the spread, 60% since 2016. On the money line, it's now 143-32, and 32, 82% straight up on the money line. So great to see the Buckeyes come through for the team. Now Sunday in the NFL, 2-3 and three with our official bets. Lions, thanks for not even showing up. That one got out of hand quickly. And that was just a double, you know, kick to the... You know what, because Lions didn't co- didn't cover and then had the under 43, it landed 44. So throw that game away. That was uh, just a brutal one. Uh, Patriots under. Looked like it was uh, going to cash there late until there was a couple exchange of scores uh, late in the game. I'm going to get to that Patriots game in a second because there was a great teachable moment in terms of the side 
for the Pats and the Bills. Uh, but a couple winners there with the Giants under, our windy divisional under, and then the Dolphins under in primetime, uh, as we saw. Luckily, my guy Swift did not score a touchdown there at the end to kill the uh, the over. Uh, got the first down, took a knee, so got a couple hits there with our uh, with our total. So two and three overall in the NFL. But a couple teachable moments that I wanted to mention, you know, I think on a Monday, obviously uh, we have NBA coming back tomorrow. Uh, college basketball isn't far away, so we're starting to get to the really busy season of the year. But spend at least, you know, half an hour on a Monday going through all your Sunday bets, what I like to call performing an autopsy. Uh, sadly, if someone passes away and you don't know how or why, you do an autopsy, figure out the cause of death. Well, you should always autopsy your plays, either good or bad. Um, obviously, you're going to focus on the ones you got wrong and why did I get it wrong? You know, what was the... Uh, the reasoning behind it, I can give you a perfect example when it comes to the Lions game. I fell in love with the fact that it was juiced up Lions plus three, minus 115. There was liability, and I had some great Dan Campbell dog in ATS system matches. But what I kind of overlooked was the fact that Detroit was a trendy dog. They were getting, I think, like 68 70% of bets. So that was a mistake that I made that I will uh, make sure I don't make again. Another angle there <clears throat> in terms of um, plays that we want to kind of uh, learn from, or you know, some maybe it's not even just what you bet and loses, and you say why did I make that bet, but it's also bets that you know you didn't make or you laid off of, or why did you lay off it? Were you nervous? Did you let your public bias get in the way? I'll give you a perfect example: Patriots and Bills. Now they crushed my under there, uh, but what I wanted to mention is that it was kind of funny. I did the sweat overall, uh, you know, this weekend with all my buddies at DraftKings Saturday and Sunday, and we let off the show, and I kept saying, "Hey guys, the Patriots look terrible." I'll be the first one to tell you it looked like a complete dumpster fire, but guess what? They're sharp today. The Patriots are only getting 16% of bets. I did a segment um, looking at bet splits uh, and kind of highlighting the fact that, hey, you want to go contrarian, you want to bet against the public, Patriots only getting 16%. That was your number one contrarian play. But as you guys know by now, it's not just the contrarian percentages, it's incorporating a sharp line move. So the Patriots only getting 16%, everyone on the Bills, yet the Bills open laying nine, got down to eight and a half, got down to uh, eight, got down to seven and a half. So why was that line falling toward new England when everybody and their mother saw an easy blowout win and cover for Buffalo? Well, Patriots finally played well. There was a report as I was leaving the DraftKings studio in Boston, driving back to my house that Belichick signed an extension. So I was like, what's going on there. But either way, the whole point being, even if something looks disgusting, you know, you got to respect the market. So trusting the market, respecting the market, if anything, like if you say, Hey, Patriots are just terrible. They look completely broken. Um, I can't stomach taking the points on New England, but at least you can say to yourself, it'll hold me off from playing Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo looks like the easy play, but the fact that they're super popular and lines going to Pats, at least that'll make me get off of the bill. So it's not just that you um, trust the market and get a winner. It's that you trust the market and maybe avoid a loser. So that's uh, definitely something I wanted to mention. Then the other one uh, that the guys at DraftKings laughed at me about, but that's right, the Denver Broncos came through. Broncos became a late sharp ad for me, guys. Uh, everybody and their mother was on Green Bay. Green Bay was pretty much, I think they opened minus two, got down to minus one. And if you guys noticed where that line closed, Green Bay, Denver, it ended up closing at Denver minus one, minus one and a half. So that was a really sharp dog to fave line move in favor of the Broncos. Another team that has looked terrible, yet they had a sharp line move in their favor. So uh, again, go over your bets today. What'd you get right? What'd you get wrong? Um, and of course, you know, figure out, hey, why did I lay off this bet? Uh, why did I decide to take this bet? Always when you're betting on sports, you know, you can. there's nothing you can do after the game's over. Hopefully when you're bet, you know, obviously we know that sports betting is hard. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But the whole point being is if you're serious about sports betting, 
you want to get better. You want to improve. You want to learn from your losses. You want to, and I can tell you just with experience how much uh, better of a sports better I am now than when I first started. Why? Because if you pay attention, you put in a lot of work, you learn from your mistakes, you stay true to a model, uh, that's when you're going to see some some good results here. So perform the autopsies, figure out what you, what, <clears throat> what you got right, what you got wrong. And this all goes to, so, uh, goes to show and uh, it leaves me to uh, comment once again that you should always be tracking your bets. Uh, if you need an app, on your phone, I think that's the best and easiest way to do it. I have a suggestion. If you want to reach out to me, I'll let you know the app that I use. Uh, but always tracking your bets, learning from your mistakes, uh, and hopefully getting better overall as a sports better. But anyway, guys, overall, a decent weekend, especially after a good Saturday. Let's see if we can keep it going into a big Monday, which actually is my Friday. That's right. I have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. So I actually have a big appointment on, uh, on Wednesday. I'm getting Invisalign. Uh, I want to straighten out my teeth a little bit. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. By the way, I'm definitely not looking forward to that. But that's what I'll be doing on my days off. Anyway, uh, before we dive into all of our sweats here for today, really quick housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the VEASAN Daily Newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. All you got to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Plug in your email. Hit submit. Very simple. Very easy. It costs you nothing. Once you sign up, you're going to be on our listserv, which means every morning moving forward, you're going to wake up and get that daily newsletter from us. And it's just basically us setting the table for you, giving you the sports betting menu each day. What You wake up, okay, what are the big games that I need to know about? What's the team at VEASAN? What are the writers and analysts focusing on? Links to all of our podcasts, promos for legal sports books, links to all of our articles. Um, also interesting nuggets keeping you posted on things going on in the betting market, in Vegas, as well as at VEASAN. So if you're listening to my voice, you better be getting that newsletter every morning, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, I would highly recommend getting a VEASAN all-access membership. Become a pro member, then you're going to get everything we offer. So that's going to be uh, mostly best bet picks, which I love getting. And again, you can tail, you can fade, you can do what you want, but I like knowing you know certain people that I respect, what they're on, uh, especially you can kind of figure out over time like who specializes and who's good at what sport in particular. Um, and also you can look at, okay, where am I overlapping with someone I respect or where am I maybe on the opposite side? Um, which maybe might give you some pause, but getting best bet picks from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles behind the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, as well as all the betting guides as well. Again, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message other bettors, all great features and aspects of being on Twitter. And uh, I can just tell you guys now, with NBA returning tomorrow, we're going to have to deal with a lot of NBA injuries, guys load management, will they play, will they not? Twitter's going to be the first place we're going to find that info uh, and then hopefully be able to act upon it. And I'll dust off my 6 p.m. rule, which is try not to bet games until 6 o'clock as you await all of these injury alerts. Uh, but again, you can follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said, on a big Monday here, guys, three-pack overall, uh, let's go to the big one, Monday Night Football. San Francisco 49ers, Minnesota Vikings, 8.15 p.m. Eastern time tonight uh, on ESPN. Now, going into this matchup, we have the 49ers 5-1, and one, but they just lost their first game of the year. They fell to the Browns 19-17. to They lost outright. Uh, as a nine and a half point road favorite. Meanwhile, the Vikings—they're two and four. Remember last year, all those one-score games went their way. I think they're eleven and zero in one-score games. Well, regression's hurting them a bit this year. They're not getting the breaks they got last year. They're two and four, but they're playing a little better. They've won two of their last three. Um, they beat the Bears last week, nineteen to thirteen, covered as a three-point road favorite. 
So what have we seen across the market here? Well, this game opened San Francisco, listed as high as a 7.5-point road favorite. And the public is saying, Minnesota, you're not very good. San Fran, you're a great team. It's a get-right spot. It's a bounce back after they uh, disappointed at Cleveland Browns. So lay the points with San Fran. They're going to win this thing in a blowout. They're going to win by double digits or more. However, despite 80% of bets going San Fran, this line's fallen to Minnesota, guys. San Fran fell from minus 7.5 down to 7. And pretty much across the board here, uh, we're at 7. But if you look at the juice, it's all juiced up toward Minnesota. So Minnesota is plus 7, minus 115, minus 120, letting us know that even though it's fallen you know, already a half point toward Minnesota, there's still continued liability on Minnesota. And ask yourself this, if everyone's on San Fran, why is the liability on Minnesota? Again, this is a classic reverse line move when the betting line moves away from the popular side toward the unpopular side. Uh, looks to me like the odds makers are taking position here on the Vikings. Now, we have been talking about this game for about a week. I actually bet this game like a week ago, trying to get a good number. Um, and I got a 7. I think it was at minus 110, minus 115 juice. Well, again, now it's minus 115, minus 120. And some shops, even when I was doing Mitch and Pauly, uh, Mitch and Pauly follow the money this morning, Circa had gotten down to 6.5. And, and Circa is one of the sharpest books that take takes in the most respected and big wagers from big bettors. So this tells me that we got a sharp play on the Vikings, guys. I'm going Vikings plus 7. Um Aside from the sharp line move, everyone on San Fran, line going to Minnesota, line uh, Minnesota juice uh, liability in their direction. You also have just a classic contrarian play. San Francisco um, is getting 80%. That means the Vikings are only getting 20%. So you walk into a bar tonight, anywhere across America, everyone's got a red, you know, Debo Samuel, or gets him in a second. He's actually not playing tonight. Or a McCaffrey jersey, I should say. Um, and they're backing San Fran. So just from a bet against the public standpoint, going contrarian, uh, Minnesota has great value. And I would say, you know, public had a great start to the year um, with favorites at like 53%. Well, it's clawing back. You had dogs bark pretty good yesterday. And it was really the contrarian plays that were getting less than 40% of bets did very well yesterday. So hopefully this is a sign that we're kind of turning back to dogs and unpopular plays doing well in the NFL. Um, also, you have some correlative betting value on the Vikings. They would be a kind of a bigger dog in a low total game. So getting a touchdown in a game with a total of 43 and a half, 44. Now that total has ticked up a little bit from this morning. This morning it was at 43. So now it's up to 43 and a half, 44. But my line of demarcation with totals, you know, we talk baseball, we'll get to a game a play I have tonight on the Phillies and the D-backs game. But uh, eight and a half is kind of your line of demarcation in baseball. If you're higher than eight and a half, that's a high total. If you're lower than eight and a half, that's a low total. Well, football, NFL, it's about 45. If you're more than 45, that's a high total, less than 45 lower total. But whole point being, when you're getting a touchdown in a low total game, it's going to be harder for that favorite to cover the number because the odds makers are projecting a fewer amount of uh, points scored. Um, so that would match as a correlative betting play on the Vikings. Also, primetime dogs. Now, they haven't barked as loud as I'd like them to this year. I believe they're now 8-11 and 11 ATS. Uh, but over the, lo- uh, the long term, since 2020, they're 175 ATS, 57%. Also, Kyle Shanahan as a bigger favorite laying six points or more, he's just 13 and 16 ATS, 45%. Um, Also, injuries could be a big angle here. The Niners do not have Debo Samuel tonight. He's out with an injury. They also will be missing Trent Williams, maybe the best offensive lineman in football. Now, Christian McCaffrey, I read that he's expected to play, but I was reading also that he has kind of a small tear in his oblique. Talk about being a painful situation. Uh, But does he re-aggravate? Is there an issue there? Is he limited? Um, obviously Minnesota is missing Justin Jefferson, but San Fran, if all these guys are healthy, I think this line is probably closer to eight. Uh, but that would just hopefully give us more value to keep this thing close and, and play Minnesota. 
Now, the total looked pretty sharp to the under, you know, but I've seen this story before where it looks under all week and then late over movement. Like, for example, the Thursday night game, what was that? The Jags and the Saints, that was sharp under, 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 and then game day it got steamed over and ended up sailing over. So if you ask me this morning, the under looked really good, 47 down to 43, but all late movement is now going over. Um, and you have seen unders, 63 and 41 this year, 61%. Um, primetime unders are 65%, but uh, that kind of gives me a little pause here, the fact this thing is rising. Again, I always respect game day movement. Um, so I'm not going to touch the total. Going Vikings here, guys. I've had my eye on this game all week. Got a plus seven late last or early last week. I'm still playing the plus seven with the Vikings. I would love to see this line get down to six and a half by the time we get to kickoff here tonight. But I'm going with the dog. Everyone on San Fran, movement liability toward Vikings. I know Cousins isn't very good in prime time. He can lose this one, but just lose by six or less. I'm on Vikings plus seven on Monday Night Football. That about does it for the first half of the pod as we're getting back into the swing of things on a Monday or a Friday for me. Uh, but we got more to get to. We're going to take a short break. Got two more bets for you. I got to play on the Phillies and the D-backs. Big game six here in the NLCS. I also got to play in the NHL. There's only one game, but I did find a bunch of system matches on uh, one of the teams here tonight. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong in episode 918 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. With me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday Ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a Monday, episode 918. Again, good Saturday. Makachev and Ohio State both coming through for the uh, the pod the pod crew. Uh, Sunday, I'm kicking myself for the Lions and what a brutal Lions under, under 43, it lands 44. Uh, but we did get Dolphins under, Giants under, and you might have added the Patriots if you had the stomach to do it, and the Denver Broncos were a good dog to fave. So uh, some definitely definitely good, some good hits there uh, over the weekend. Anyway, start off with the NFL, wrapping up NFL Week 7. Uh, Monday Night Football, I am on the Minnesota Vikings, plus 7. Uh, everybody and their, and their mothers on San Fran yet this line is moving toward Minnesota. It's a contrarian play, but also a sharp line move. RLM play on the Vikings. So give me Vikings plus seven. Now let's go over to another huge game here tonight. Arizona D-backs and the Philadelphia Phillies. This is game six of the NLCS. Uh, early game here, 5.07 p.m. Eastern time. So hopefully the pod can get out quick and you can play this one if you want. This is also a morning bets pod play. Uh, but Phillies up three to two in the series. They're now minus 650 on the series price. That's an 87% implied probability. Arizona is plus 500. I think they can win tonight and then win game seven. Uh, New World Series odds, Philly, they're the uh, favorite here, plus 125. Houston's plus 210. Texas is plus 275, and then Arizona is plus 1,300. What are we looking at here for Arizona-Philly game six? Well, I'm going Phils, guys. I'm going the Phillies for three reasons. The line move, the pitching matchup, and how darn good Philly is at home. I almost almost dropped a a swear word there because they've been so effing good at home. Let's start off with the line move. Philly, they open around minus 165. Now they've been bet up to minus 175, minus 180. I see some books even closer to like minus 190. So right off the bat, we've got, you know, 10, 15 cents of steam in favor of Philly, telling us the bigger, sharper wagers are in favor of the Phils tonight. Now Philly is getting 81% of bets, but 93% of the money. So that is a really good pro and Joe bet split. You still have about 12% um, of a low bets, higher dollar bet split. 81% tells me, yeah, Philly's public tonight. But the 93% and the line move, more importantly, tells me that, yeah, it's not just the public that likes Philly just because, you know, they're a fun story. They're almost like my, you know, 2004 idiot Red Sox. Uh, a lot of personalities and great star players. Um, but also the wise guys are saying, hey, there was good value in that number when it was minus 165, minus 170. Maybe they had this thing closer to minus 181, minus 190 to begin with. So we got the big sharp line move. We got a good bet versus dollar split. And then also the pitching matchup. Merrill Kelly is going for Arizona. He's 1-1 one one with an ERA of 3.00 this postseason. Hasn't been terrible. But Aaron Nola, I want to back Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola is 3-0 with a 0.96 ERA. Knock on wood, I don't want to jinx him. Uh, but he has been absolutely unhittable in the playoffs. And this is the same matchup as Game 2. If you guys remember, Game 2, Philly won that game 10 to nothing at home. 
Nola went six innings, three hits, no runs, seven Ks. So, again, rematch with both uh, starters here tonight. So we got the line move, good sharp bet split, pitching advantage with Nola, and then here's the last thing, the bank. Citizens Bank ballpark. Have you got, Do you guys remember, did you see this interview with Bryce Harper? I don't know, it was a week ago or something. Uh, but he said, like, basically, I think one of the, the uh, reporters were like, you know, what do you think of playing in Philly? And he just basically gushed over Philly. You know, this place is amazing. Um, you know, the energy at, at the bank, again, Citizens Bank ballpark, it's incredible. The crowd's ridiculous. Um, it's a big advantage. You know, that's a legit home field advantage. And when you watch these games, put them on TV, you see it. Uh, I actually have a, a buddy, James Santor, who's a big Philly guy. Um, and he will be at the game here tonight, I believe. So he can tell you, as anyone else can, that the Philly fans, they're they are pretty uh, they are rabid. They're almost like Boston fans. And they give you a great advantage um, an incredible boost at home. And the numbers don't lie. Uh, at home, this postseason, Philly is 6-0. and At home, the last two postseasons, Philly is 12-2. and That means if you had put 100 bucks on the Phillies every time they're at home over the last two postseasons, $100 betters up almost $900. That's how great they've been at home. And also, lastly, some correlative betting value. Now, the total in this game is 8, minus 115. I can't pick a total in the playoffs for the life of me. I bet an under, it flies over. I bet an over, they don't score any runs. So uh, I might be retiring totals for a bit here. Um, but you have a favorite with Philly becoming a larger favorite in a low total game. Eight is juiced up under minus 115. Fewer amount of expected runs scored more likely to come from quote-unquote that better team. So that would be Philly. Now, if you're looking at a player prop, Aaron Nola, uh, I notice his, his strikeouts are 5.5 over minus 130. And he's gone over this number in two of his last three or two of his three postseason starts. In his last two, he had nine and seven. So if you're looking to dabble in the uh, the player prop market, when I'm doing, it's kind of funny. I'm not a player prop guy, um, but when I do the DraftKings show, the Sweat on the weekends, they do a lot of DFS and player props. So I've kind of gotten into it more. Uh, I was actually I've been riding Framber Valdez. He doesn't pitch well, but he keeps going over his strikeout. So he went over four and a half yesterday, uh, which is one of my bets. But um, again, could be worthwhile Nola to strike out six or more. But I'm, I'm just going with uh, the Phillies here, guys. Sharp line move. Nola's been great, and the Phillies have been incredible at home. I got Philly. I got him at minus 180. Then last bet of the night here, guys. We were hitting on pretty much all the sports. We started NFL, just talked playoff baseball. Now let's go to some hockey. I'm going with Buffalo Sabres tonight. Give me the Sabres. I still don't get this. Can I just you know complain for a second here? Who makes the schedule in the NBA? Or sorry, who makes the schedule in the NHL? There's one game tonight in the NHL. Tomorrow, there's 16 games. The day after that, there's one game. The day after that, there's 11 games. Like, why do you do this? Like, it's it's like it's like you know feast or famine. Can you give me like five tonight and like 11 tomorrow? Can you can you give me eight tonight, eight tomorrow? I don't understand. You know this the scheduling here. Uh, maybe they don't want to go, go up against like Monday Night Football. Who knows? But that's just is crazy to me. Like. Uh, there's like there were like no games on Friday, then Saturday I think there were like 15. But anyway, I digress. Give me the Buffalo Sabers here tonight, guys. Sabers are two and three. Canadians are two one and one. Sabers are at home in this spot. Um, but the um, Buffalo Sabers have won two of their last three. I think it's a good spot to back them tonight. Uh, kind of jumped out to me a little bit like the Phillies. Good sharp line move to Buffalo. Uh, if you cover up the names of the teams, it kind of looks similar to the Phillies game. But you had Mon- uh, Buffalo actually open like a minus 160 home favorite. Now they're up to minus 175, minus 180. So good start, sharp steam in favor of Buffalo. And this is a good system match. Uh, I got a lot of systems here. Uh, let's see. Home favorites. 
Uh, so here's the interesting thing. Favorites overall are 50 and 31 this season. 62%, you're about even. But it's been the home favorites that have been really good. Home favorites are 29 and 14, 67%, with a return on investment of almost 6%. Also have a system, sweet spot, big favorites. Uh, if you look at these home favorites between minus 175 and minus 225 uh, over the last or since 2021, they're 8 and 3 to start this year, but they're 69%. Since 2021, that would also match with Buffalo. Also, a home favorite off a win versus a non-playoff team from the previous year. That's eight and eight and four this season. That is 67 percent since 2021. And then, kind of looking at some other factors here. Um, hopefully, an advantage in, in goal. You have Jake Allen going for the Canadiens. He's got a goals against of 3.34. Comrie, Eric Comrie, is going for the Sabers. He's got an e- uh, ERA. He's got a goals against of 1.00. So he's been good to start this season. And then also you look at um, number one defensively. Sabres are giving up three goals a game. Montreal's giving up three and a half. So better defense for Buffalo. And then also penalty kill. Um, if you look at their um, penalty kill, 95% for Buffalo, 79% for Montreal. So hopefully if you know Canadians take a couple penalties, Buffalo gets on the power play, Tage Thompson, all these young studs, hopefully they can score a couple goals for us. So I'm going with the Sabres, guys. Hopefully a uh, good spot here to back Buffalo. I'm on Buffalo. Got him at minus 180. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily morning, uh, almost morning bet podcast. See, this is when you screw up. You have two podcasts. It's hard to keep them straight. That'll do it for episode 918 of the Market Insights pod, I should say. Uh, But reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod or the sharp reports that I write or this approach and style to betting, I really don't think you get this style and approach anywhere else. I'm not going to say this is the only way to bet. I'm not going to say this is by far the best way to bet, but it's a method and a method to the madness that I've learned over time to grind with and, and be uh, and be profitable with. So um, if you have started listening and maybe you pay attention now more to uh, line movement, betting percentages, system matches, going contrarian, looking at fading trendy dogs instead of being on trendy dogs, betting against the public, you know, dog to fave line moves, tracking your bets, uh, whatever the case may be, if any of and also avoiding parlays. You notice I never say bet this parlay. Yeah, yeah, I got a five-team parlay tonight. Yeah, it's gets a 50-unit bomb. No, 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 no. We're grinders. We're flat bettors. Uh, we're one unit per play. Bet to risk first bet to win. You guys know the drill. Because uh, betting's hard, and you want to protect yourself, and you don't want to give handouts to the books. They make a killing off parlays. Why do you think they promote them so much? Why do you think the same game parlay is like the, the you know basically parlays on crack? Uh, because they generate a ton of money for the house not for the sports better. But anyway, if any of the things we talk about on the pod have helped you along in your sports betting journey, I wish every play I mentioned would win. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but maybe pick a winner here or there. Maybe you uh, you know have your card already and you listen to what I say and see where we overlap. Or maybe you just sit back and you know find one little nugget. It's become part of your routine. First off, thank you. It means a lot to me that people take the time out of their day to listen to the pod. Um, and I try to do my best to uh, give you the best analysis possible. But anyway, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you make some sharp bets, if you feel like you're becoming a better sports better, um, then make my day. Go make me happy. Do something that, that would make my day and, and go buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports, tips, systems, if you want to get ready for, um, also if you want to get ready for the NBA and college basketball, I got a couple chapters on that as well. So buy a copy, make me happy, 
and would mean a lot to me. If you've already bought one, thank you. If you're thinking about it, go do it. I think it's worth it. Uh, but anyway, guys, that about does it for today's pod. Um, hopefully we can get a couple winners here. We got three bets overall tonight. Can we get two out of three? That's the goal. Uh, but, of course, as always, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, in my neck of the woods at the Encore in Boston, or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners. By the way, I actually uh, just got my uh, Billy Walters book in the mail. I just started reading it. Very interesting. I like it so far. Um, I'm, I'm like, he's. it's all about his backstory, but I'm like, can we get to like your, your betting secrets? That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're at the South Point or at the uh, Circa. Sweat Sh- Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew, getting a victory burger at the end of the night. The Mandalay Bay of the Superbook, wherever it may be. You're going to show me some winners from the weekend. Give me Makachev. Show me a Makachev ticket. Yeah, you got to take Volkanovski. He's a he's a live dog. No, no, no. Sharp move there toward Makachev. Show me Ohio State. Uh, how about the Dolphins under? The Giants under? Uh, guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So I wish you the best of luck, everyone. Reminder, I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday uh, because I work the weekends. But guess what? You will still get my buddy Ben Wilson from Morning Bets Pod uh, on both Tuesday and Wednesday. So we'll be back at it on Thursday. And I always like to do this because I haven't really broke down the game too much. But let you know, Thursday, Tampa Bay at Buffalo. Let's see. We got the Bills right now minus 7.5. We got the total at 42.5. Not a ton of movement there yet. Uh, so we'll wait that thing out. Does it get to 8? Does it get down to 7? Uh, we'll see what happens. I guess some books are at 8.5. Uh, it looks like it may be falling a little bit toward Tampa. But we shall see. Uh, I'll give you an update there when we come back on Thursday. But as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game. If we can consistently get down on the games that fit our model, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats tonight, guys. Monday Night Football, MLB Playoffs, NHL, back at it on Thursday. Uh, of course, uh, hope we can cash some tickets tonight. Today, tonight, tomorrow, and forever, as the wise man of Easton likes to say, and I agree with him, that's what it's all about. Uh, good luck, everyone. I will be on tonight primetime bets with uh, Tim Murray and Sean King, so I'll give you a late update there for Monday Night Football. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Enjoy the sweats. Have a great day. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.